Welcome to Two Ponds One Goal, Mr. Pardo. How are you? Present. I am good. How are you? Present. Uh, yeah, been a little bit sick this week. Had a cold. Um, you know, <laughs> it's quite cold here in Berlin. It's um, kind of zero degrees. Or what do you call that? Oh, is I can't remember. Freezing. Freezing Free- point. <laughs> it's freezing. It's bloody freezing. <laughs> bloody freezing. I was surprised actually because I, I went for a quick walk before the pod. Um and I saw it as sunny and things like that. But yeah, it's it was a lot colder than what I've been used to. It's been kind of sitting around just under ten degrees, um, where I'm in the northwest of England. And today it's definitely going below that five. You, you can tell the frost is coming, that consistent frost. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. But it's nice to get nice, a bit of sunshine. Nice weather talk. Nice weather talk. Uh good we... intro. Yeah. We are here to talk about the NFL, and it's Thanksgiving over in America. So there were some games. We have a few games to discuss, and then a game tonight, and then some games to look forward to. So, Pardo, tell the people what to expect, even though I just did. Go on. <laughs> well, as you say, we've not got one, we've not got two, we've got three games to preview from Thanksgiving uh, Thursday uh, roster in uh, NFL. And it, everyone's playing this week, so um, we've got plenty to review for the Sunday games and the Monday uh, night game as well. So I think we have got limited time on Friday. I'm not going to jinx it and call it a lightning pod, but we will be quick. So let's get to it. Intro music, please. All right, we're ready to get started. I don't want to start on bad stuff, but your Lions... Oh, they got beat last night. Twenty-two twenty-nine. The Packers came in. Was it at the at Detroit? Was it in the Lions Stadium, or was it in Green Bay? It looked like the Lions Stadium. Yeah, Fort no, it's, it's it's in Detroit. Um, and to be fair, though, I mean the way you kind of introduced that, I thought, oh, right, we've got Gaza, we've got Ukraine. Oh no, there's another conflict going on. But oh, right, it's just the Lions losing. I mean, yeah, it's a travesty. But in that scale, it's... hey, in this pod. In this part, we block all of that world noise out. That is the beauty of sports. Oh, it's a safe space, yeah. It's a safe space. The beauty of sports is that you don't have to think about all the shit that goes on in the world. You can just focus on sports. Sports has its own drama, its own news, its own enjoyment. You don't need to think about wars and all this stuff and just fine. You know, it's fine. Just if, if more people just watched sports and enjoyed it. The world would be a better place. Yeah, some nope. conspiracy people would say that's why sports is in place. It's there as a distraction. Da, 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 da. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, I guess it is, right? You know, <laughs> it's a nice <laughs> I mean, distraction. Yeah. Well, you imagine, you imagine what life was like. I mean, imagine when sports were created. There was nothing. There was no mobile phones. There was no computers. No TVs. So you had a lot of time on your fair. hands back then, especially the oh, English the- gentry. They had a lot of time on their hands. That's why and, cricket was invented, for a yeah. start. Yeah, because they had all the whole day. What were they going to do all day? Those rich it's people. A nice summer's day. Yeah, exactly. no, nothing to do. Yeah, nothing to do at all. And the football was definitely invented. Not American football, but soccer. The the British football was invented to keep the peasants like me and you happy. <laughs> not true. Not true. Oh really? It was, what a, was it for? It's a public. It's well, a public. It's a public. It was kind of like a private school kind of thing. It was uh, very gentrified in the early days. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Football. 
Yeah, well, probably a bit further away so, from... Uh, didn't, sorry didn't, to was... spoil your anecdote, but yeah. Oh, true. You've ruined it. Wasn't it actually invented by like someone, you know, I don't know where it was, but uh, chopped a head off someone and then kicked it around? Or uh, is, that well, just, is that a myth? Oh, no, that, no, to be fair, though, I mean, like it's like anything of these sports. That was probably in Winsford, was with... it? In the north, in our hometown, that probably it's probably where football was invented. Well, yeah, when you that. when you come to the kind of structured rules based game, that was definitely gentrified, and you know how that was kind of all pulled together. But the actual principles behind football and soccer or any kind of pig bladder baseball, there's some kind of like medieval origin to them, kind of just doing it at the point of like you know slaughter or whatever, and then they, someone pumps up a pimp. And then just play football or kick it, and then but pumps up mainly a pimp. It's, a, it's pumps up a pimp. <laughs> what? <laughs> a, a pig's bladder, you know, like um, oh. yeah. So yeah, so I kind of um, skimmed over it in terms of my speech. but um, yeah, it, and it's an excuse for kind of a street fight, really. I do, I do not know how we got down this path when we're talking about pig's bladders, but we we have gone so far off topic. I've even forgotten what the topic was. But let's bring it back. Anyway, the Lions lost, right? And uh, also, um, it's it's one of the surprise games because it was at a nice time for us in the UK because it was um, at 5.30 local time. And um, with that, it's it's just on the cusp of finishing work. So, But then it was kind of like, oh, I forgot about the game. And then our friend on on our WhatsApp group reminded us that they're all kind of kicking off early. And um, it was so early, I I forgot. It was so early I didn't even realize. Yeah, I missed it because I was my my wife is away on a business trip and uh, I was doing stuff with the kids. And Mm. then, yeah, I didn't see even that that message a bit till a bit later. And then I turned it on and it was going into the fourth quarter. And I was like, oh, no, I missed the whole game. And then um, I couldn't even watch the fourth quarter because it was then bedtime. And then I thought, well, maybe if it goes on because it was the start of the fourth quarter. So I thought... Maybe I'll catch the end uh, when the bedtime's done. But no, I got out. Uh, so I left the TV on, put it on mute while I was doing bedtime and everything, then went back and it was finished. I didn't see any of it. My my whole Thursday routine is not geared around being able to watch football uh, at the same time of other stuff going on around it. So it's very difficult. I kind of tr- kept track of the score. But by the time I looked at it, the damage had been done in that first quarter by the, pa- um, the Packers. And um, yeah, so I was... I almost kind of was, you can't expect two miracles in two weeks uh, for the Lions. And it's almost the same expectation of last week where they just got away with it, where this week I think it was just a bridge too far and uh, they just ran out of time uh, to get back. Yeah, in it, so. What's, so what's going on with those Lions? I'm interested to know where they're slipped down to in your power rankings because they are not having a good time at the moment. Well, they're still eight and three. Let's not forget. Um, mm, but, but the last two so, weeks have shown me the real, the true lions. Because this was oh, a chance, also to this was a chance to to really change the narrative. Because so they they've been changing the narrative for a season and a, and a bit, a season and a half. But then this Thanksgiving game, they always lose to the Packers because the Packers used to have Rogers and all this kind of stuff, right? And the Lions haven't been very good for a long time. It's a chance to just go right. Hey, we're changing the narrative here against the kind of you know. Not the best Packers team. Uh, they played well last week, got a victory, but you know it's a chance to. I don't know. It just felt like, oh god, it must be so disappointing as a Lions it, fan. 
I mean, I was very optimistic. And, you know, you could spin last week as a show of resilience to kind of, you know, against that adversity where they weren't particularly performing well, they still got the the W. Whereas this week, obviously, it seems like defence is a, a big issue at the moment for the Lions. And, you know, losing these kind of points early on in the game, it makes it very difficult to kind of claw it back for the offence and you're kind of having to take more risks. I mean, also the protection for Goff, he got sacked three times during that game as well. He did um, three fumbles again, so th- fumbled the ball three times, which is, uh, you know, not not very. You don't want that. And he also, what did he last week? He did something like he had three interceptions. Was it last week? Yeah. So I mean, also, time. yeah, yeah. You can say with the fumble though, is it? You know, it's it's lack of protection as well uh, for golf. So you can't kind of steer it all on uh, the quarterback there. Um, so there is work to be done there, but. They did. They did show a bit of resilience, and it, it it came back to a seven point game. But with forty seconds to go, everything kind of had to go on the Lions' way to kind of retrieve the kick, and obviously it didn't. So, but I mean, on the other flip of it, I mean, it's a great win for the Packers, isn't it? After not performing so well this season, um, they're suddenly got you know potential of uh, reaching the playoffs. Still, got some life, got some lead in the old pencil. <laughs> as, as not I would usually say I don't know where that, that came from um, but yeah 21st quarter points and uh, Jordan Love looks like he might be coming into his own right he seems to be finding some form even at the, right at the beginning the first throw of the game 53 yard pass to Christian yep. Watson like so it really and then they just ran out into the lead and then also the it set the tone didn't pretty it? good as well, yeah, and I, I love the pass on the second uh touchdown for the, the Packers as well. You see that nice little floated ball, it was, yeah, nice. I mean, it, it, it's heart wrenching to see, but also quite beautiful as well. At the same yeah, time, yeah. so well, the, I think the, the defense as well, I think they gave the game ball actually in the end. There, there was like a little emotional locker room mm-hmm. moment, but uh, Rashawn Gary got three sacks, two forced fumbles, recovered one of those fumbles. Yeah, I mean, he's he's always been a good pass rusher since he came into the league, but yeah, he also seems to be dominating quite a few games yeah. this year. So well. I won't be getting my discounted uh, Lions top this week, just when I'm in the market to finally uh, procure that hoodie. I normally get Why? 50%, 15% off. If uh, if Lions get a victory, then I get an offer. But Ah, got it. Missed, okay, missed well, missed we'll out, be waiting so. for a while there. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, before we move on to the other uh, other NFL games, so there were two last night. We'll we'll get on to the uh, a listener. This is a tease. Uh, we'll get on to nice. the 49ers, Seahawks, and the Cowboys, Commanders. But actually, rudely, I didn't check in on your week. How's your week been so far? Last time we talked was Tuesday. What's been going on in your week? Um, not much to report, which is quite a good thing. Um, so why I is, mean, that, why is do- that a good thing? <laughs> Well, it's not good. it's not a good thing for the pod, I guess, for stuff to talk about. But for me personally, it's great that there's no kind of why that, uh, that to me sounds like everything that happens in your life. The only things you remember are the bad things. Because if you if you're like, oh, I have nothing to say, that means that only go- only nice stuff happened. You know, you don't have to just remember the bad things. I I know what you mean. Um, I think there's, I mean, I. There's, I, I suppose it's kind of highlights of the week. It's just been a bit of a humdrum week in terms of work, come home, da 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 da. So it's nothing really kind of to kind of spark on standard, my... standard fare, yeah. standard work, week. I mean, then cooking. Unfortunately, cleaning. Tuesday, Tuesday to a Friday morning is not kind of you know 
It's not the most sexy part of the mm, week, is it? Not the best. I mean, you could have a Thursday's new Friday scenario, but no. Uh, but I mean, the good thing is the electric car debacle is still ongoing. It's not finally resolved. <laughs> it's still ongoing. I thought. Hang on. I thought on Tuesday they told you, "Hey, lump you, your lump with that car, sunshine," and you were like, "Okay." I thought it was over. No, I mean I've gone away and say I will monitor the situation with this car, and uh, I've that's what you email. said to them. You said I, I said, will see how it goes, but I might be I, returning it. Yeah, so this is where so they kind of come. Nice, out with got like, some lead in your pencil. I like it. <laughs> this show, this episode is going to be called Lead in Your Pencil. By the way, <laughs> I just love that saying. But this is the thing. So I, I'm happy to kind of keep it if uh, it is what it is. But I, it, it's 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 smell of bullshit from the beginning, and it's continuing. I think I've, I finally finally t- got it to a full charge. It's taken ages because it's just with a low amp three prong kind of plug um but it's it's below way below the mileage that they advertise so um just that alone's annoying but then you you might not be able to use an app on your phone you know like one of the selling things at least in my head was you can t- you know if it's a frosty day you can kind of before you go outside and you know you have to kind of scrape the car or whatever you can kind of sit in your bed and kind of turn it on and set the heating on so uh it's defrosted by the time you even go outside so you don't have to do any scraping the car but that doesn't work so <laughs> should have should have got so, yourself a volkswagen or something maybe <laughs> mg doesn't fill you with confidence when someone says you're gonna get an mg does it but, no it's, um, it, it i mean it's it's bad isn't it but i, I know they come leaks and bounds and who makes mg kind of... by the way is it general motors uh, no. Is it Motor Generals? <laughs> no, I mean, MG are a brand from like Austin years ago, you know, like when they used to do Austin Allegro's and stuff like that, you know, I think part of like the Rover group. Remember Rover? Got <laughs> God, they were the also very but unreliable. But all they've done is like, it's just a large Chinese um, organization of bought MG so they can badge their kind of newly produced car so it kind of looks generally good to the UK or European consumer. Um, got it. So it's a familiar brand, but again, I I thought, well, and that's why it's it's one of the entry level cars for the electric car game. But as an electric car, it's still you can't judge it on an entry level kind of other cars because they're about twenty k cheaper. So it's oh wow, that ridiculous. is a lot cheaper. Well, well, you buy cheap, you buy twice. Well, that's what my wife always says, um, and she's usually right with it. But that's a bit sad, though. Let's let's say Prado, because you were so you were so excited about this whole electric car thing, and now it's left a bitter taste in your mouth. So I can imagine you having this now for the next ten years or five years, this car, but always thinking this isn't the car I wanted. This isn't the car I wanted, and just being annoyed at it, like at looking out the window, the heater's not going on, the app doesn't work. Well, the, the, the I mean, little things are kind of coming back my way because it's meant to be a salary sacrifice thing and I got paid today and they've not taken out the payment for it. So I've got the yes. car at the moment for another Win. month of kind of, I've not had to pay anything out yet. So that's fine. It takes the edge off the pressure of getting rid of my old car and stuff like that. So I've got, yeah, uh, suddenly it's Advantage Smith for the first time in this negotiation. So... Uh, <laughs> Let's keep score. I love it. Advantage Smith. Um, and what's happening with your old car? Give us a bit of an update. Any any bites? 
uh, I've not put it on the market yet because it's oh. it take because last weekend was my only window to clean and get it ready. Um, but I left it because I thought it's the wrong model and it it kind of is yeah. still under under review. So I've not kind of ten, spent the time of getting ill because I might still need to use it. Um, but I've not used it for the last five days, so I think it's safe to kind of get it prepped now. But then uh, there's a mark on the door and it it mm. looks like it needs paint job to kind of before I can sell it. Which yeah. is, could be 200, 300 quid to sort that out. So, what are you going to do? Stick an ad in the auto trader or a little, put a little um, one of those cards down at the Asda? On... <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> idea. Um, no, I'll do auto trader. It needs a broader reach. I don't yeah. think locals going to do it. I need someone like living in Devon to kind of think, oh, yeah, that's a bargain. I'll travel up the weekend. Yeah, but by the time that, he so... gets it back down to Devon, it'll have like 100,000 on the clock. Uh, but yeah no and i suppose anything i'd note on your work i know i didn't have a highlight week but i kind of regurgitated highlights from like two weeks ago um yeah what what have you got going on no no nothing this week actually i I was sick uh after we uh, you know after um i don't know what it was on tuesday afternoon after we'd done the pod all of a sudden just came down with a cold i started sneezing like crazy and then Wednesday, I was totally KO'd. I couldn't really get off the couch. So I just kind of took the day of the off. Pod. Pressure, Pressure of the, the pod. pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Probably because probably I was away last week in the sunshine and then come back to freezing temperatures. And, you know, everyone's sick. Uh, and when you've got kids who are carrying all sorts of bugs and stuff. So anyway, yeah. I got my winter classic winter cold. So I was just full of uh, snot. And then... Um, yeah stayed on the couch on wednesday uh and just been trying to recover the mm. last couple of days but it's kind of good now because you're in the back end of your cold yeah you've got yeah. a nice gruff kind of got that voice. sexy yeah, sexy yeah, bot yeah, nose yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i could cough at, at any moment <laughs> i'm having to mute and just do like cough strategic meeting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's let's move on to that's enough about us. But hey, listener, if you uh, if you want to kind of chip in, there are comments in Spotify. You can you can uh, if you've got an offer on Pardo's car or whatever, like feel free to get in touch. And also remember, this is a nice point to say, if you could give us a five star rating on Spotify or a nice rating or a follow wherever you get your pods. Um, that would be lovely. We also did a bit of a brand refresh this week, uh, which went terribly wrong. Uh, I, I, uh, I tried. To That's it, because you've had a cold. You've had time in your hands. Yeah, because you I was lying on around the, couch. the logo. Yeah, I was, li- okay. I was lying that on the couch sense. and I got bored of watching TV, so I started playing around with the logo. And then, um, yes, I released a new version, but then I looked at it on the App Store and I was like, oh, I, I absolutely hate this. These colors that I've chosen here. Um, and yes, so then I reverted back, uh, but to slightly different blue and, uh, new pictures, but anyway, check it out. Let us know what you think of the logo. We'd love your, uh, love your feedback. Yeah. A bit of marketing feedback there. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice segue. um... We like to include you in our, you are part of this community. Uh, we have a very strong listener base who jump out to, uh, you know, there's a core follower of listeners who listen very early and we want your opinion on these things, listener. Um, and let's move on to another game, though. Let's get back into the NFL. I would like okay. to talk about the 49ers and Seahawks, if it's possible. That is absolutely fine. Um, and I, I think 
um, so I, I suppose 49 uh, seagulls, you kind of watch seagulls. The, uh... <laughs> the seagulls. <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant one. Okay, this seagulls. episode is now called Lead in Your Pencil, The Seagulls. And we've got to also mention Thanksgiving as well. The seagulls. Brilliant. Okay, seagulls, yeah. Where did I get that from? Even though well, I've got Seahawks written down, because I've moved away from my notes. Don't read away from the uh, the Viddy printer that I have in terms of notes. No, it's just because uh, seagulls are so yeah. common. There's no, there's no Seahawk in the UK. So I think that's the UK get... equivalent of a Seahawk. So it's there, my, you know. Really? What does a Seahawk look like? I'm going to No, a Seahawk must be a bird of prey because. Well, seagulls yes, of course. Of prey. of course. So it's not the equivalent. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Have you been to Blackpool lately? Um, I think they are pretty legal. <laughs> oh, those, actually, I can. Uh, I have a story on seagulls if you, if you care to. <laughs> well, when I was young. I went to, I think we were in Cornwall on holiday, maybe Cornwall, but some seaside place. Uh, we didn't go abroad, so we we just drove in the in like a decrepit old car for about twelve hours trying to get somewhere. And oh, uh, that Volvo, that's a nice car. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. the old th- Volvo three forty GL, <laughs> very reliable oh, car. Oh, yeah, cracker, cracker. Um, anyway, so <laughs> we, I'm shocked you remember that Volvo, but anyway. So I I had a Cornish pasty, was eating it, oblivious to the world. And then all of a sudden, a seagull landed on my head, grabbed the Cornish pasty, flew off. But it wasn't just uh, the fact they took the Cornish pasty. It really hurt my head when they gripped onto, you know, with the talons. Oh, with those claws of the, yeah. you know, the bird of prey seagull. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so shocked. Yeah, yeah. I've never been. It's one of the most shocking moments in my life. Anyway, we can move on to the 49ers and the Seagulls. <laughs> well, uh, that was 31. Very easily done. 31 to the 49ers, Seahawks 30, 31. Oh, sorry, God. Uh, 31 to 13. That was why it was hard to say because it was an inverted yeah. score. Um, so, I, actually, it was a really good game. You should check it out, uh, listener, if you haven't s- seen the highlights yet. But really, probably one of the better highlights I've seen. It, it, it was quite an entertaining game. Just great plays everywhere. Uh, lots of interesting stuff to see. So uh, 49ers, yeah. again in this game, ran out to a big early lead. Um, in the second quarter, they stormed out to a 24-3 to lead. It was basically the McCaffrey and the Debo show. Um, Christian McCaffrey, 114 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Debo got uh, Debo Samuel, that is, got one rushing touchdown, 79 yards for catching. Yes. Pardo, you got your hand um, raised. Please, it's a, um, it's a podcast, just wanted by the to way. Say, just wanted to say um, yeah. uh, that it was a it's another record for McCaffrey. Did you get that, Dan? Oh no, uh, go on. Was record with eleven rushing touchdowns in a season. Oh wow! So another, more or, or, NFL history. There was another one in the Cowboys game. More NFL history. Anyway, okay. So let me just finish this wrap up. Um, basically, the in the sort of third quarter, the Seahawks came back a bit. 24 to 13. And then Ayuk, there was a brilliant ball um, in the fourth quarter from um, the quarterback Brock Purdy over to Brandon Ayuk. Beautiful pass, beautiful catch. And that was the dagger that pierced the hearts of the Seahawks. And that became 31 to 13. And um, the, the defense of the 49ers. I mean, Geno Smith, the highlights, he's basically on his ass. Most of the highlights because he got sacked six times. The defense looked really good, but there was a couple of things to note for the, uh, for the Seahawks, a nice defensive uh, pick six. Uh, Well, no, yeah, he was a pick six. It was like a, 
Brock Purdy threw it, kind of too high for McCaffrey, bounced off his fingers, and then Brooks, uh, one of the defenders, grabbed it, ran in right at the end. Like, they were close to the end zone, right? But he ran in for the touchdown. And um, also Jackson Smith on Jigba with probably the catch of the season in the third quarter. Oh, wow. One-handed, beautiful catch, outstretched one hand and just pulled it in. And honestly, that that is a joy to behold in the third quarter. So check that out, listener. Um, yeah, and the 49ers. Mm. Um, we'll move on to the Cowboys, but those 49ers, I mean, just look so good. They They have to be the favorites for the Super Bowl. I was actually thinking, like, I would imagine that the Super Bowl, the winner is got the favorites have got to be coming from the NFC rather than the AFC, where the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Bills are. The best teams for me this season are 49ers, Eagles, and the Cowboys are making a play for one being one of the better teams this season. Even though I don't True. fully trust them, the Cowboys are making a play for one of the better teams. And they look better since they've got rid of um, Kellen Moore, their former offensive mm. coordinator, and now Mike McCarthy is doing everything. Because they um, also had a big victory, 45-10 to 10 against the Commanders. But we'll go into that once you've asked your question. Yeah, you? I was just I was <laughs> I was just gonna say, um also I suppose um did you mention around Brock Purdy? I suppose he's he's had another great game at quarterback. Is he potential in your I suppose depends on how they provide um go uh, in the final end of the season, but he's gotta be one of the league contenders for MVP. Think? I think he's gotta be, but he's just not a sexy choice. So I don't think he mm. would win it because he's just too the the problem is with Brock Purdy is he plays in this um even though he not many quarterbacks have done it as well as he's done, but because he's in this um, this scheme by Shanahan, right, who's the head coach of 49ers, people think Shanahan is a total genius when it comes to play oh. calling, right? So then people have always thought, oh, you could put anyone to play the quarterback in the 49ers and they'll do a good job. So this is, this is uh, the problem. People don't necessarily think it's all Brock Purdy. They think it's the scheme that Shanahan runs, right? Because he's like a, a guru, a genius. He's probably the best play caller and designer in the whole of the NFL. So yeah. that affects Brock Purdy's chance of being MVP. But actually, if you look at how he plays and you look at the stats, he's probably one of the, the best quarterbacks in the league, right? So Yeah, yeah, okay. And then, and then you've got like his second season. You've got to think like, he should be in the conversation, but He's not sexy enough candidate. Yeah. Who's sexy enough in your in your eyes? Just kind of putting you on the spot with CJ. that cough. <laughs> CJ. CJ Stroud. No, I think I mean again, he's a rookie. So I don't think I don't think a rookie. You'll get the rookie award, won't he? Yeah. Offensive player of the year for the the rookie. Yeah. Um it's really tough. There's no mm. one really stands out this season as someone that you think, oh, they're they're playing that like because the MVP always goes to a quarterback, and then you, there's no one that stands out to say, well, oh, they are head and shoulders the best uh, player in the league. But like, I, I, yeah, I suppose we're kind of leading into it with the Cowboys, maybe in the Dolphins as well. I was just thinking like the that was my other kind of point is that what you said about the Cowboys, another convincing win win for them, and obviously not hundred percent convinced. I suppose that's how the Dolphins have been. They kind of always got good victories against what you kind of call the lesser teams. And Tua and Prescott have been standout quarterbacks so far. So I guess it's whether they can maintain probably a bit of momentum going into the the playoffs to get that um be in yeah. contention, I guess. Well, I think the problem is with them, uh, Tua and Prescott, even though they've not made that many mistakes this season and stuff, 
people you always see that there are games when they just have real off days and then mm. um people just pan them for a while and i and i think you know to win mvp you need kind of pretty much the whole season to be head and shoulders the best player in the league right so i think if you're looking like who is the real mvp of the league for me right now i'd probably say christian mccaffrey because he <laughs> yeah been, yeah yeah. Like even though like they running backs don't usually get it, but I mean this this guy is just like again, like yesterday, watch the highlights. I mean, there's one there's one highlight where he just waits behind like the offensive line. He's just kind of waiting behind them, running a bit forward, and then he just shoots through. He just finds gaps everywhere and he's incredible. So I I I, I think he's been if you think of consistency every game. Um, oh yeah, and look at that record that you said he's got now. Like, if he carries this form on all season, I think that he's been the be- the MVP of the league by the end of the year. And if it's if any he- other position, like you say, with that without that kind of legacy of always being a quarterback, you would say yeah. McCaffrey, wouldn't you? If you were just being very objective and you said who has been the best player in the league this season, doesn't matter if they're a quarterback or whatever. I think you've got to say Christian McCaffrey, or mm. probably then a defensive player like Miles Garrett yep. or something right um but but it doesn't really usually work like that right like maybe like christian mccaffrey will get offensive player of the year um miles garrett will get defensive player of the year and then a quarter that's how they cover it off don't they in those specialist areas exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so i mean we've got uh sort of 10 minutes before we need to wrap it up so i would say we um we move into uh the cowboys so cowboys 45 commanders 10 this game was weird because um, the Cowboys, it was actually 20 to 10 at the end of the third quarter. So when when I looked at the stats of the game, I was like, okay, wow, the Cowboys, another beat down by the Cowboys. And then I looked at the, the stats and I was like, the Cowboys only had sort of 20, 23 minutes of possession, 23 minutes of possession. So... Wow. Um, that's a really small amount of possession, right? So that means the 37 minutes the commanders had the ball for. But the Cowboys, it was so it was fairly close, even though the Cowboys looked the better team for the whole game. But then in the fourth quarter, they scored 20 points, right? And 20 unanswered points. And uh, there was a record here, um, Darren Bland, all-time NFL record, five pick sixes in a single season. Now he's got this season. Wow. And pretty incredible. Like um, he had like, there were still players ahead of right. He had towards the end when he's trying to score the touchdown, there were three players who missed tackles. But just because he's like so good at like jinking away from them, mm. was pretty cool. So you got to watch that. And um, yeah, I think Dak Prescott. Well, he's, he had four touchdowns in this game. Four hundred. The, the Cowboys had four hundred thirty-one total yards. So you can see. I, th- I think what was what <laughs> happened in the game, and that's why they had such a little amount of possession was that the commander's defense sucks. And they were just going down the field straight away. Like they were they were basically just scoring touchdowns, like getting through. Very efficient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was efficient offense um or inefficient defense from the commanders. But uh anyway, it's um 45 to 10. And after the game, the owner of the commanders, you know, I've been talking about Ron Rivera being on the hot seat. The yeah. the commander's owner said we'll review ron's position at the end of the season 
which basically means I can't be bothered to do anything right now. It's Thanksgiving. I'm about to have my turkey. But Ronnie's gone at the end of the year. And we'll we'll change everything at the end of the year when I can be bothered. Because I'm a busy I'm a busy businessman. I have my other businesses to run. And I'm still generating a lot There's of There's a time and a place. This is not okay. the time. Yeah. The commanders yeah, yeah. generate a lot of revenue for me. I don't really need to do anything. I'm not going to take on this hassle right now. It's Thanksgiving. Leave me alone. But Ron will be gone at the end of the season, is basically what he said. So, uh, yeah, that's basically a wrap-up of the games. So we talk quickly about what games <laughs> we want to look forward to. We, we have, yeah, that... actually have five minutes, official time, no, you're, no, five minutes. You're right, because, um, yeah, I'd set a separate time, but now I'm seeing the true time, and we've got time. So, um, like you say, there's a, there's a full kind of uh, array of games coming in. So we've still got, I mean, um, top of my list, I've got the Bills against the Eagles. Um, so that again, it's an interesting game with the the Bills getting a their first victory in a while last weekend. Um, just when they want to kind of hit some form and push for that that playoff place, they kind of look at their next uh, three games, and I think they got uh, the Eagles, um, and then I think they're up against the Chiefs and the Cowboys after that. So. It, it's a t- it was a tough old kind of run, and I think they could get the second place, but they'll probably be the fourth best second place in uh in their area. So, it, if the Bills get a victory there, obviously it kind of changes things in terms of the dynamics. Obviously, Eagles have been the standout team with their eight and one kind of position. Bills have been struggling, but if they can get a, a victory, they're playing at home as well. So, it, oh no, they're playing at uh, Philadelphia. I, I correct myself there. So, um, again. A big win if Bills get it. Obviously, it's it's almost expected that Eagles going to win for their form. So I don't know whether you've got any comments on that. No, I think you gave a nice summary. Um, I am looking forward to. Well, tonight is uh, the Jets Dolphins. Actually, um, not most interesting game, but just because it's on tonight, it's kind of a novelty to have a Friday yeah. night football. I think I will try and watch that one because put the kids to bed and then um, give that a watch. But I don't expect the Jets to to do anything in that one. They have Tim Boyle starting, I think. So Dolphins should get an easy victory there. But for me, the other two uh, games I'm interested in when I look at the slate are the Texans versus the Jags. So my Texans yeah, that's, taking on that's the a Jags. standout game for Sunday. That's live actually in the UK as well. Um, good. So what time? Want to look out that's for a, that's um, a seven PM game or six PM or whatever in the UK. What's the time? Yeah, in the UK? it looks like yeah, it's seven PM the kickoff. Um, and the, yeah, I think the program starts at five, which confused me slightly, but yeah, I think it's a seven o'clock game for that two one. hour so, pregame. Uh, wow, I don't, take it I don't know. It's well, one channel it starts at five, the other starts at seven, so I, d- I don't know what to believe, but uh, okay. either way, it's 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 live on Sunday, so okay. check it out. And then the other game I'm interested in is uh, Broncos Browns, actually. That that got my attention, yeah, because I've got that highlight too, yeah, both both coming in with good form. Um, just very intrigued, two very intriguing teams because, yeah, they're, they're two of the most intriguing teams in the league for me, actually, this season, just because I don't really know how good they are, both. <laughs> um, but you know, so it's kind of like an unstoppable force meets an immovable object, like, who, yeah. what's gonna happen here? Yeah, it's yeah, and it's it's inconclusive, it, like power rankings. I was looking at the power rankings review, and Browns are, are still in top 10. But like they're just trying to assess teams, and like the only team in the top ten that was not termed a good team were the Browns. 
So it, yeah. all the comments were just Browns fans kicking off, basically, uh, which is quite funny. <laughs> Browns fans um, are very vocal. That was actually, you remember when we first started this pod, 2019, I actually did choose the Browns as my team that year because they were the worst team the year before. I've said this before on the pod. But one of the things, I'm sorry, Browns fans, and we might lose some listeners with this, but one of the things why I wanted to move away from the Browns was the fan base. <laughs> they they genuinely were insufferable. Like so I couldn't I couldn't bear it. Um so I had to I had to get off off that team. Sorry, sorry, Browns fans. We covered off there. I mean, uh, let's finish off on your kind of rant around the Browns fans. Um, but uh, Broncos needs a special mention just because they're on the back of four victories in a row. They're due to get their fifth. Um, and yeah, they, they've got a really good position going into potentially getting that playoff place, but then kicking on into the playoffs with their form that they've had and the victories they've had against a certain team. So yeah, I'm good. Well, not bad to have that conversation, like to feel like that as a Broncos fan around Thanksgiving after that start to the season. Got to be happy about how it's turning around. So maybe we should leave on that note and say... Goodbye and good luck to the Panthers against the Titans. There's a chance. All right. See you. Oh, they're still there. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>